guys if you have been sitting there being like what the hell is Jen on about with cycle syncing and feminine flow and all of this jazz and you're like none of it makes sense to me I don't know how it applies to me I don't know what it means then this is the episode for you this is the first step this is the gateway to you beginning to understand all of this shiz so today we are diving into what the fuck is cycle syncing how it applies to you how you can actually bring it into your own life and the four stages of your cycle and you know just a quick overview of what you can do just to help promote health throughout your monthly cycle or longer cycle if that's what you have because everything is okay everything is normal for you and that's what's so beautiful about this process and learning all about it is that we begin to understand that everything that we've learned about what's right and wrong when it comes to our feminine cycle our feminine flow is unique to us so there is no right and wrong okay there can be unhealthy patterns of course appearing where maybe we want to look at something and really work on our health but there is no right or wrong when it comes to the length of your cycle so let's dive in and see where we go to I need to apologize in advance because I'm a little bit snotty today gross I know um I started coming down with some allergic rhinitis last night I'm saying allergic, I don't really know if it's allergic or not, but it's very rare for me to get something like this on its own, so um, I'm riding the wave. (gasps) You know, your brain immediately goes to, what's going on? What is wrong with me? Um, And I'm like, okay, let's not do that this time. I texted my mentor earlier and I was like, "Uh, do do I look at what's causing it? Like, is it a result of like me detoxing from plant medicine and then I was like okay monkey mind fuck off let me just ride the wave and let it wash over me so that's my advice for you right now if there's something that's coming up for you and that you're going through come ride this wave with me but enough about me let's dive into today's episode hello and welcome to rise up with me Jen Kavanagh I am a holistic therapist and empowerment coach and my purpose here is to guide you home to yourself and help you create and live a life of your dreams. This podcast will explore topics to help you on your own healing journey, such as body and soul nourishment, manifestation, masculine and feminine energies, inner child healing, embodiment, sensuality, sexuality, and all of this ultimately focusing on the cultivation of self-love, self-worth, true embodiment of your authentic soul. This will then allow you to create and live a life that you really love. So join me and my incredible guest speakers, reclaim your divine feminine power and rise up. Welcome to What the Fuck is Cycle Syncing and how the hell do I do it Um, with me? your host, Jen Kavner. Um, It's very late in the evening when I'm recording this and I'm a little bit hyper so I apologise in advance but very good content for you today. This is like gold. Even if you do cycle syncing I always think there's something that you can learn from this and before we jump into what it is what I will just say is that my interest in this and my knowledge about this and wisdom about this comes from a place of pure embodiment I would not even think about teaching this to you otherwise it's something I've been practicing for a very long time it's one of the main reasons as to why I wanted to work for myself because you are able to really fully step into living in harmony with your cycle and I really honor that now so I have to say that it has changed my life it has changed the lives of people who I know who really embody this practice as well and I really feel like it's the next step for you if you are still at war with your periods if you're still like oh my fucking period is coming I'm gonna have it oh my god I get PMS my moods are all over the place I get bloated I'm tired I'm cranky I don't know what I want 
etc etc this episode is for you so make sure that you stay tuned and have a little listen and see where we go with this so i guess let's start with what cycle syncing is and to me cycle syncing is basically monitoring or becoming really aware and connected with your menstrual cycle so that is the course of your cycle throughout your monthly flow so it can be longer or shorter I'm just going to say monthly because it's the average length right so um that's the way that I'm going to address it but it doesn't mean as I said earlier that you're right or wrong for having something shorter or longer okay So it's basically having an awareness and a connection with yourself and your cycle as you go through the month and through the four different stages of your cycle. So like I know from like school we had two talks in secondary school on periods and in neither one of those were we ever taught about cycle syncing or the different ways that we can actually like help ourselves throughout the month or live in harmony with ourselves or support ourselves it was literally like here's tampons here's pads this is how you use them this is how you keep yourself hygienically clean so there was nothing about life and how to cope or manage with your periods at all and we had two talks like that I mean what was the freaking benefits of that none from what I can see so I think it's really important and I would love to see this in schools more as well for younger girls and women I mean I got my period when I was 10 years old and I didn't like I knew what it was only because of like my mom warning me about it but it was not a celebrated thing so I think it would be really lovely if we could bring young girls and women who are starting their transition into the beautiful space of becoming a woman um to really celebrate the beginning of their cycle and this beautiful uh, connection with their intuition that flourishes from there and we will talk a lot more about the spiritual connection that comes from the womb space from periods on another episode but this one I really do want to first and foremost focus on our cycle in and of itself and the four stages of it and how we can best support and help ourselves through this you know seasonal way of living that women have to do throughout their lifetime and the thing is like we we don't get a choice with this right like we have to do it but it's really nice when you can begin to stop thinking of it as a have to do and something really beautiful that you get to do because honestly it's so gorgeous when you reconnect and you really are able to honor it don't get me wrong like on the first day when I'm like writhing in pain with my cramps like it's not like I'm not cursing my womb space a little bit but I am very much more grateful for the opportunity that um, having this connection offers me on every single level and even just understanding myself better understanding my flow better understanding the rhythms of my body my mind my soul as I go throughout this month I was so disconnected from it in the past I mean like I was on Um, birth control pills for three months at a time with just a week break in between them and you don't actually get a proper bleed when you're on birth control you just get a little release um and to be honest with you like it just pretty much like destroyed any connection and relationship that I had with myself and look there's a time and a place for everything would I go back and change being on birth control at that time now no because I've learned so much from it and also it got me through a very dark period of my life um where I was in a lot of pain with my womb space I have a retroverted uterus so that means that my womb sits backwards um against my bowel rather than forwards um and that can put extra pressure on especially in the lead up to my period but um I was having a lot of pain during like intercourse and different things and honestly the pill just really like helped with that so I wouldn't change it but also I'm very aware of the long-term effects that it had on my womb space and my body I came off 
my pill which was one of the lightest ones it was yasmin um back in 2016 and it took until 2021 for my body to fully regulate itself down to a 28 day cycle and have very little pms symptoms and be in a state of like full awareness and flow so honestly I feel like if you're on that journey and you're on that path where you're on birth control like it's something that you will only know yourself when you're ready to come off of it but it is a journey well worth exploring um just for the reconnection with your cycle alone and understanding all of the different natural things that goes on down there in the vagina that none of us are allowed to really talk about and haven't talked about and especially in Ireland it's still a very much forbidden topic you know like if you mention it in front of a lot of men still there's that like ew that's disgusting and it's like hello back in the day like when Queen Maeve was around you know we were fucking honoured for our periods you know there was wars stopped to let her bleed so um let's dive in and understand a little bit more about what cycle syncing is so as i said cycle syncing to me is being really connected with your cycle and with the life cycle of your cycle okay so it's understanding how your body works throughout the different phases and being able to flow through that and being really self-aware and being really in touch with everything that your body needs and it's not just making the choices physically it's also making them mentally emotionally nutritionally Um, It's making the right choices with your physical exercise that support your health and optimize everything that you have to offer throughout your month. So it doesn't just benefit like one area of your life. It doesn't just help with like PMS, right? It helps with everything. If you do it right, if you actually really take the suggestions on board and implement them into your life and really embody them. So that's what we're going to talk through today. So let's dive in a a little bit to the phases of your cycle. So we'll cover this in more detail in different ways over the coming weeks and months ahead. But this particular episode is a brief overview of each cycle stage and what what you can do about it and what hormones are going on and, and how it affects your body, okay? So the first stage of your of your cycle is actually menstruation okay but we're going to start with phase two which is your follicular phase or springtime if you want to think of it that way because our whole cycle is a cyclical seasonal pattern so springtime is your follicular phase so if you think you're coming out of winter um you're starting to come back into the land of the living after feeling like you don't want to do anything and you don't want to see anyone you're like oh poking your head out it's like lambing season right so that's your follicular phase so in this stage your hormones are actually all at quite a low level um but they're beginning slowly to increase in concentration so follicle stimulating hormone is released at this time and is increases to help eggs mature within your ovaries so it means that brain wise you are much more open at this point in time to like maybe new things maybe exploring some new things this might be where you want to set some intentions for the cycle ahead where do you want this particular cycle to take you what are you open to bringing into your life okay so this is a really really lovely way um it's also a great phase for creativity so this is where you might be thinking about like projects or different things that you want to take on board so whether it's at home in your house whether it's at your job um whether you're working for yourself and it's, it's a new program or something that you want to start it can even be like just taking time to do some art or something it's like pure creative energy is there it's like all these different ideas are coming up and going on in your mind because you finally got a bit of brain power back right you're also a little bit more open to meeting people again and because all of your hormones are at a lower level at this point in time it's a really really great time for like meeting new people right 
um, and kind of networking and different things like that. So whatever it is that's going on in your life, that's a great time to do that. So with exercise, it's like you're going to have a lot of not quite as much as you're going to have when you come into your ovulation phase. So this is where you start building back up into, say, your gym routine. So strength training, um, it might be a, like cardio focused. So this might be where you take on some classes or dance classes. It might be where you do your sprints on the treadmill, those kind of things. You've got energy building up, but you're not quite at that. I can give it my all high interval session yet. So this is where you just allow the body to adjust coming into springtime slowly, coming out of that winter phase. And during this this time, I would also still really keep up some of the slower movements like walking, like yoga, pilates, all of those beautiful slower things that still allow you to really like support the body, still flow with the body. So you're not just jumping straight back into like, go, go, go. You're allowing yourself to slowly move there. This is part of the feminine flow aspect. All right. So with food, then you're probably a lot less hungry because you don't have all of these different hormones going on. Your body hasn't yet released an egg. You're not actively trying to create a baby. So ultimately you're not feeling like you need to eat left, right and center like you maybe do when you're craving all of the carbs um, right before menstruation or your bleed. But you definitely still want to have some really good food in there if you're going to uh take this on board and when I say good I just mean like lots and lots of nutritional content okay like eat whatever you want but the more fresh healthy foods that you have the better for your body and the better for like if you if you're thinking that this is a cycle remember that the what you do now is going to affect what what you get as a result in two weeks time and that's like with everything in life so if you're trying to reduce PMS what you want to be doing is like starting here at day one of your follicular phase and really like honoring every single bit of nutrition that your body needs so this this particular phase is where you're eating lighter things so this might be like salads or soups but making sure it has lots of dense like nutrient content foods so not just like your caesar salad like i'm talking about going for like a butternut squash salad but like feta and all of your like trimmings like your pine nuts your roasted pine nuts and maybe a drizzle of like olive oil balsamic vinegar like you want all of these different like fats and um carbohydrates and proteins and everything in there all like mixing in together that is where you're going to get all of your goodness from um but definitely lighter at this stage is what you will need so that is your follicular phase then we go into ovulation so every phase has like different kind of lengths and it will just really depend on your own cycle um so the ovulation phase is probably the shortest phase for most in their cycle so it's kind of anywhere between three to like seven days um and you're lucky if it reaches the seven day mark basically um but if you are off your menstrual pill your birth control pill um and you're not taking any other birth control then what you will start to see is a change in the mucus um, in your vagina and when you're coming into ovulation you'll often see like mucus discharge um, from your uterus um, and it could come out um, onto like your hands if you're like cleaning yourself and different things and this is completely normal it's like a sort of like clearish um, gooey like you know it actually it just feels like um what's the stuff you used to play with when you were kids that used to like squish and it would like go everywhere but it wouldn't like use its shape lose its shape you know like the it was like a monster mushy thing or something anyway it doesn't actually matter but that's sort of what it's like the texture of it so you could like squeeze it and um it doesn't actually like fall apart or break apart or anything and this is completely normal this is your womb just actually working well um so the main thing about ovulation or summertime right 
Um, and, and it kind of really describes it in and of itself. Everything is heightened. Think about what you're like in summer. You're like, I want to just be free. I want to be outside. I want to be socializing. I want to be in the sunshine. I want to be like, you know, sharing my bits with other people. Um, I don't know if that's actually how everybody feels. Maybe that's just me in summertime. <laughs> Maybe summertime makes me horny. Let's just, let's just throw that out there. Um, maybe that's not everybody else but that's definitely how I feel I'm like I, I want to I want to get on down like I feel I feel more vibrant more alive in summer and it's the same thing within your body as you move into this for the um, ovulation or summer phase so the hormones at this stage have risen okay so you've got follicle stimulating hormone which is stimulating the maturation of the egg in the ovaries then you've got luteinizing hormone which actually stimulates your follicle to release an egg right so that's what actually happens so uh, then we have estrogen increasing um which actually begins to thicken the lining of the uterus so obviously that means that you are like, um, hello, I'm ready to be impregnated. That's why we thicken the lining of the uterus, okay? So you're hoping for that beautiful sperm to come along and create babies within you. I mean, you're probably not hoping for it, but your uterus is. It's literally crying out for it. This is what the hormones are doing. So as all of that starts, testosterone also increases. Yes, women have testosterone too. Huh. So this actually drives your desire. So if you're at that particular point in the in the monthly cycle and you're like, whoa, look at all of these beautiful men, women, whatever you're into around you, then the likelihood is your testosterone has just surged and you are looking for someone that you can create babies with. Um, or you might just be looking at your partner a little bit differently. This might be the time of the month where you really scare them because you start looking at them like they're a piece of fucking meat um, and, you know, chasing them around, uh, hoping, hoping that you can seduce them. Um, this is what's going on in your body. Okay, so it's not just you. You're not weird. This is, this is normal. Um, so this is obviously the best time also to be super social. Okay, so in terms of like getting out and socializing, this is the time of the month where you want to plan those activities because you're going to be at your most social. This is when you're, where you're going to feel awful. Um, awful. This is where you're going to feel awesome. Um, one thing I would like to mention here is some people do get a little bit of a dip. I've definitely noticed that myself. I know that I have like spoken to friends about it. So on day one of ovulation, I actually get a huge energy dip and I might get a little bit of twinging so a little bit of pain in the ovaries but it's not bad it's just like a little bit um and then yeah my energy levels might just be a little bit low I might be feeling a little bit low in and of myself but that pretty much subsides like by itself within day one and then I am back on top but I always am able to tell because of this that ovulation has started without even looking at a tracking app or calendar or anything so I like innately know with my body now which I think is a really beautiful thing so this is your time to shine socially your social butterfly okay so have your important conversations this week too this is where you're also at your sort of I guess I don't want to say happiest but you're probably at your more experienced expansive your most expansive place to be able to hear other people and also to make yourself very heard and speak very clearly about what it is that you want and do not want so you will be able to draw that into you a lot easier in terms of work what you want to be focusing on is collaboration uh, 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 uh. so all of those things that you want to do with like other people this is a perfect time to do that so it can be work play home whatever this is your focus center of your brain so again anything where you have to be sociable so if you need to network more or present something or give ideas to the boss then this is the time for you to do that 
then with exercise this is where you are at your top levels of energy so use it use it use it use it start bringing in more strength training start bringing in more high intensity interval training start burning 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 up that energy okay because you've got it so why not use it to keep things in the feminine flow, still incorporate some of the, those more flowing practices. So still go for your little walks, still go for your yoga, all the rest of it, but just allow yourself to still have some flow alongside the more masculine energy of like, go, 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 I've got loads of energy, I can do this, right? And one thing that I've really embraced that I really love is that when I'm looking at exercise now I'm doing things because I just really want to enjoy it so I've started like running on the beach um a couple of mornings a week I'm not running for time I'm not running for distance I'm not running to be really good at it I'm like run walking half of the time because I have to keep stopping because my you know fitness isn't up to par yet but I'm really enjoying it like really really enjoying it I'm doing like 10 or 15 minutes out 10 or 15 minutes back and then going for a swim afterwards and honestly it's fucking lighting me up and you know why because I'm in flow doing it I'm not in a masculine mode of gotta track this I need to do x amount of steps and it needs to be in this time and it needs to be at this pace and oh my god I fucking failed it's like now I'm like running along like a fucking Egypt with a smile on my face just absolutely loving it so that is something that you can embrace in all aspects I'm like sure go for a personal best when you're like deadlifting absolutely but like it's not the be all and end all if you don't get it let go of that masculine mindset of like I have to do this and it has to be perfect and I need to be in control of it all um and that's wounded masculine anyway so it's not a positive thing <laughs> so let it go let it go embrace it like a like a feminine because you are a woman well, actually, you know, this applies to everyone, not just women. So apologies for that. It applies to anyone who has identified as a woman in the past or has a womb space, basically. So, yeah. And even if you, even if you're past, even if you are past menopause, this still applies to you because you still live in cycle, even if you don't have a womb space anymore because you've had to have a hysterectomy. This still applies to you. So anyone who ever once had it or still does have it but doesn't necessarily identify as a woman, this still applies to you, okay? So then with food, okay, what do we want to focus on? So for food this month, you're you're really looking for fibre, okay? So fibre is the big thing in ovulation because you want to keep everything in the digestive tract moving. What happens when you don't have enough fibre? Things start to get backed up. Um, when things get backed up and you're not having your happy daily poo, then the toxins aren't being released from your system. So hormones are toxins in the body. That is how the body recognizes them. And your body needs to have solid digestion, solid liver flow and solid kidney flow, along with all of the other organs working well as well, to excrete what they don't need from hormones and then to reuse what they do need. So if your diet is pretty crap during the ovulation phase, then you're probably maybe going to experience a little bit more PMS symptoms coming into the late stages of your luteal phase and your menstruation. Something to think about. So lots of fiber here. You're thinking about soluble and insoluble. So um, lots of fruits and veggies, lots of things like oats and your quinoa and rice and all of those beautiful things sweet potato everything that provides different types of fiber into the body okay if you still struggle my top tip is always two things one milled chia flax seed like amazing um, and use the milled because when you use the whole seeds um it can really bloat you uh because they absorb water so they get really like spongy that's why you're able to use them in, in place of eggs when you're like cooking for vegan food so i always recommend to use the milled versions and then they don't um bloat you they don't um retain as much water the other thing that this really helps with as well because it supports the liver is 
eliminating excess estrogen from the body, which is usually one of the biggest causes of PMS symptoms. So we definitely want to make sure that during this time we are supporting our body as much as humanly possible. So just include as much fruit and veg as you possibly can. That's all I'll say. Um, obviously, like, don't make yourself sick. <laughs> but at your three meals a day or whatever way you're eating, include um, lots of fruit and veg as part of that and lots of your insoluble and soluble 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 bleh. <laughs> i clearly can't speak right now soluble fiber okay so then we move in to the luteal phase or the autumn phase of your cycle this is the longest part of your cycle it can be anywhere from like 10 to 16 to 20 days depending on what length your cycle is so this is where we start to you know begin to hibernate a little bit again so during the first kind of half of whatever your luteal phase is so this is very unique to you you'll still probably have a good bit of energy but you might definitely feel the shift um during the the crossover phase between ovulation and luteal um is when the bacteria the flora in the vagina can really be upset um, just depending on like the ph levels and how hormones changing might actually disrupt that so something that you can really keep an eye on again is that discharge that might come out and if you feel a bit off if you feel a bit like itchy and scratchy um then you can look into uh the fact that your hormones might just be disrupting the ph balance in your vagina a little bit and then doing something to help with that so if that happens for you there are loads of like natural remedies one thing that i really really find amazingly beneficial at this time of the month um is inserting a probiotic like udo super eights inside the vagina overnight and what that does is it just really helps to repopulate the bacteria of the vagina and it just helps to balance out the ph levels as well so i find that that generally eases symptoms like pretty quickly but that's something to definitely be aware of. I mean, in the past, I would have also always thought because I had issues with UTIs, urinary tract infections for so long that it was like symptoms of another UTI coming on and actually doing this fix um, and coming at it from a much more natural perspective has completely changed my whole life. Like, I cannot even tell you. So it's definitely something worth exploring if you ever get those symptoms. And again, it's nothing to like be crazy mad about or anything. For me, I'll always like usually get it a bit more if I've had a month where I'm carb heavy. So if I have been eating more um, sweets, um, chocolate, uh, anything that's a bit more carb heavy where it's not necessarily got high nutritious value, I tend to find that that throws the pH levels off a little bit more and then I'm just craving sugar more as well so it's something to definitely be aware of it's not necessarily a bad thing you're not a bad human for doing it you're not a bad human for enjoying some chocolate but it's something to definitely be aware of so anyway during this time during the first stage of this time all of your hormones will reach their peak concentration and then they begin to fall off okay um, and they reach the lowest level right before you get your bleed so as we already mentioned, estrogen has thickened the lining of the uterus, okay? And progesterone comes in because what they want to do is keep that lining in place in the hopes that you're going to plant an egg there and grow a little baby into this world. So this week is more about allowing yourself to be slower. It's not really a week, it's more like a week and a half to two weeks. So allowing yourself to slow down a little bit. You might find yourself really like focused on different tasks. You might really enjoy like budgeting and um, creating spreadsheets and or working with systems. I always find I'm very systematic at this time. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get all the back end shit of my like work done now because I'm in more of a headspace to do it because I don't want to be like out floating around like the social butterfly. I'm like, I'm okay to stay at home and I'm okay to get this done because I can focus on it. 
in the second half of my luteal phase I definitely lose that focus a little bit I'm a little bit more fatigued a little bit more tired so it's definitely something to watch for yourself everyone is different this is what I'll keep coming back to everyone is different everyone is unique so during this time you definitely would want to watch the amount of time you're spending with others it's it's more of a beginning to hibernate for the winter phase um you'll probably feel quite drained energetically if you're constantly still seeing people unless there's somebody who maybe understands um cycle syncing and they do it themselves and you're able to go do you know what today I'm just like I'm I'm so blessed with the friends that I have around me because I'm like guys I'm in my luteal phase I'm on day like whatever of my cycle and I just I can't like cope with human interaction right now so can we just reschedule it for a few days time and every all like they're all like yeah that's perfect I totally get you I totally get you and because most of us are in flow with each other now at this stage and aligned with the full moon um, which of course is another huge part of cycle thinking oh my god but that's going to come in in the spiritual aspect of it more so don't worry we will talk about it um but yeah so every week we kind of all get it for each other we're like it's okay you can hibernate it's fine we're not going to force you to be social um and also you might start to notice that you you begin to get a little bit more irritated more easily this week that's okay that's just part of what's going on for you um but don't let it like spill out um check yourself with your self-awareness all right because it is hormonal um so it's not necessarily other people's fault this is one of those times where we need to like look within first well always but like especially here um so yeah that is one of the main things with that exercise wise you'll still have energy in the first the first part of your luteal phase so you want to keep up what you've been doing during your ovulation phase as much as you want to as much as you can right there's no like right or wrong again here and then you'll start to bring it down to the slower activities by the second half of this phase so thinking in about about your yoga especially yin yin is really beautiful during this time and pilates if you want to still keep some kind of strength work core work going on in there lots of walking maybe swimming if that feels good for you um and just some of the slower activities allow your body to naturally come down and get ready for winter food wise here so you're looking at anything that's higher in b vitamins so unfortunately a lot of b vitamins do kind of come from like animal based products but you can get um b vets from other foods as well so maybe think of incorporating things like nutritional yeast i mean i'm saying that i i still eat meat sometimes and i definitely eat meat in and around the time of my period because my body will just crave certain nutrients but i don't eat a whole lot of it i really only eat it when when i crave it when my body is telling me that this is what it wants so um what i would advise you to do as you start to, to go down this route is like as you're really tuning into your body listening to see what nutrients it needs and then giving it what it needs so um you'll have different greens that will give you b vitamins as well um and also you want to increase leafy greens because they're going to help with your fluid retention Mm -hmm. and although it sounds mad increasing your water here as well actually helps with the fluid retention i know that doesn't make any sense you're like why would i put more water into me and retaining water but you're retaining water because your body actually needs to help with flushing out the the liver the kidneys so you need extra water in there okay i'm not talking about drinking like three extra liters of water i'm talking about just increasing what you're already drinking by a little bit making sure you have lots of things what i would say the best thing that you can do at this particular point in your cycle is just incorporate the rainbow so when you're looking at vegetables incorporate as many different colors as you possibly can because they're all going to give you something really different and unique that's going to help you want more magnesium at this stage as well because everything's going to start cramping up coming into your menstruation phase so you want to make sure that you have enough magnesium and calcium in your system as well Um, and leafy greens will help you with that or or dare i say it supplementing with the magnesium is highly beneficial around this point in time um and is definitely something that i would go to regularly but i always advise a food grown one 
um, as much as humanly possible and there are some fantastic products out in the market so just maybe go to your local health store and have a little chat with them and ask for a food grown um, product not synthetic okay um, and go from there so that is really what you need to know about the luteal phase I would also start incorporating slightly higher levels of fats during this time um, because your body is like well I know my body definitely is like craving them a little bit more too so I just increase like my guac consumption um, which keeps me very happy as well because it's probably one of my favourite foods okay on to the last phase of your cycle menstruation or your bleed as I'm coming to fondly call it thanks to actually somebody who's coming up as a guest on the podcast Miss Yale Margalit um, she's going to be on with us later in the season to chat all things about female anatomy because honestly she was a I've, I've gone to her as a personal client um, she's changed my life with my um, back uh, she's really really helped but aside from that um, she's also incredibly knowledgeable about anatomy in general but female anatomy especially because we are not taught this and we do not know enough and genuinely I was like so surprised when I actually saw the size of a clip like I have studied anatomy for years in different courses and we never covered this and it's a vital piece of information so I feel like it's being held hostage from us all so she is coming on to talk about that with us later in the month but she's also the person who spoke to me about calling it a bleed and I really 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 resonated with that so I am adopting it more so anyway what's happening during menstruation or your winter phase right so this really embodies winter so hormone levels are at their lowest concentrations during this point in time and you also have kind of really nice and even communication between the two hemispheres of your brain so logical and feeling and that's why you can feel so emotional whilst also knowing that you're a hormonal biatch mm -hmm. um in the nicest way possible so it's uh it's a bit of a catch 22 um but we do we do what we can with it um so yeah this is the best time to kind of have a look back at the the cycle that you've just been through and um, to analyze things and it's a great time for really focusing in on yourself and how your life is going and maybe what your purpose is like what are you what, what are you here for what lights you up um i know for me during my winter phase is when i really get to like look within and see where i want to take the business and see where i want to take myself like what's my self-growth pattern where am i going on this journey oh my god it's all so magical so look this is the time to do that so allow yourself the space to do it and to be honest with you like it's also a time where you can really call yourself out on your shit as well because you're coming down from that roller coaster high of emotions that kind of happens in the couple of days leading up to menstruation as everything is building 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 for that big release so you're now able to be like thinking a bit more clearly as we know those two sides of the brain are working together so you're able to call yourself out in your shit a bit more so where things are not working in your life or in general whether it's in work or any other area of your life this is where you this is where you start calling that shit out and you start doing something about it so exercise during this phase is your slow period so again everything that you started to move into in the latter half of your luteal phase or your autumn phase you're going to keep up through your winter phase if you even feel like doing anything at all like honestly one of my favorite things to do is nothing but i don't mean like nothing as in like sitting down and netflix and chilling although i do do that sometimes um especially on like day one but i might sit down and i might read or i might meditate or i might just like sometimes lie on my yoga mat and be in like a lotus position and just let myself breathe you know like it's just being but i'm also still like sort of doing something but i'm not like hurting myself 
as in I'm not like exerting myself to the point where I'm causing myself pain when I'm already in a bit of pain depending on how you feel okay um that being said start to notice your own energy cycles one thing that I like really love to do in the first like I think it's like the second day of my period of my bleed I want to clean like I have this urge to clean and I think it's like knowing that this big release has happened and it's like I'm going to be coming into spring soon and I'm like I just want everything to be beautiful and tidy and clean so start watching these little things right because everything is going to be unique to you um so food during this time so obviously you are losing vital nutrients in your blood you are losing iron of course so this is the one time um of month i eat a organic grass-fed steak just one um i replenish my iron stores or if i don't eat a steak i'll have some black pudding one or the other I make myself a beautiful big breakfast. I have that. Um, or I make myself a beautiful steak dinner. And I really enjoy it. And I give thanks to the animal who, you know, allowed me to use them to re-energize and re-nourish myself. Um, and there's a lot of beauty that's in that as well. So um, I am a meat eater still. So I cannot stand here and say that um, I speak on behalf of vegans, but I do understand where you need to get these things from in vegan diets. You will not get your heme iron, which is really important um, from a vegan diet. You just, you can't get it from plants. You'll only get your non-heme iron from plants. So absolutely include lots of leafy greens during this time and different vegetables. Um, but your best bet is uh, to supplement with an iron supplement at this time if you need to um because otherwise you're going to get very very small amounts and it's not going to replenish what you're losing um that being said one other thing that i always recommend with iron is as you're getting your bloods done hopefully fairly regularly making sure that you get all of your iron levels checked um because you want to make sure that you don't have too much iron in your system as well okay so just something to to be aware of it's rare but obviously we all need to know and yeah it's always something that I recommend to people when they come into me in store asking for an iron supplement you don't know that you need to be on it okay and I certainly have only ever supplemented with iron during my my bleed um I don't at other times of the month because I feel like I can get it from food or my body knows what it needs and it will guide me there so basically everything during this phase of your cycle is all about just upping the nutrients you want your proteins fats carbohydrates all right but you want to be keeping it a little bit on the lower glycemic index so basically what you're looking for is things that aren't going to like spike your blood sugar levels and make you feeling more tired so eating regularly so if you're eating three meals a day every four hours or whatever suits your schedule but eating regularly eating balanced meals so protein carbohydrates fats and nutrients like your fruit and veg and stuff like that and having it all really balanced out that's what's going to keep you nice and steady throughout the day so not big massive portions of like pasta um at one meal and then you're like dipping low before the next one it's also why like when we're like oh yeah we're gonna eat like a load of chocolate because we feel like shit or whatever like sure it's good for the soul but actually all you're doing is making yourself feel more tired because of those energy dips as a result of it so it's definitely something I've become more aware of I might um I might sometimes have chocolate but most of the time I'll try and not have any now because actually I feel worse as a result of it and it's got nothing to do with calorie content it's literally just knowing how my body feels so something else to kind of really think about one thing that you can um really help yourself with is by maybe including some seaweed in your diet at this point during the month and again you also want to keep up that fiber intake as well because you're still getting rid of toxins from the body all of the time so yeah allow yourself the opportunity to do that by supporting it lots of water and also 
you know, if this is a cyclical thing and we're thinking about winter, think about the foods that provide you with the most comfort. So you might go for warmer foods like curries, um, chilies or soups and things like that. So just be really aware of what your body is craving. So guys, that is an overview of the four stages of your cycle. I feel like I may have done a lot of waffling in the middle of that, but I also feel like you maybe got some good information from that. So it's like, where do you go from here? Take anything from this and just slowly begin implementing it and seeing how you feel. So I know you're probably sitting there and you're like, but Jan, you work for yourself, it's so much easier for you to do this. I'm like, yeah, but I also did it when I was in work full time for somebody else where I was, you know, standing up all day on my feet and I didn't get breaks. So if I needed to even go to the toilet to change my, uh, my, or empty my menstrual cup, it was a hassle, you know? So I've worked in that environment. Um, so what I will say to you is, uh, just really try not to make excuses. There's always a way to implement something. And what I've always advised clients to do is look at their work schedule and be like, okay, well, what tasks could I like schedule for earlier in the month when I have more energy and I'm more focused on certain things and then what are the tasks that I could schedule for later in the month and it's like just try not to have any big meetings around the time where you're going to be starting your period or like in your late luteal phase right so where possible just reorganize things where you where you were able to right and when you're not able to do that when you're in a job you can certainly do that within your own life outside of a job so it's working with what you can and making the improvements where you can. So instead of focusing on all of the things you can't do, you are focused instead on all of the things that you can and then noticing and feeling the impact that that has on your health, on your life, on your joie de vivre. I can't say that properly, especially not with a black nose, but you get what I mean, right? So really allowing yourself to do that. Okay. I have waffled on enough. We're nearly at 50 minutes of just me. Jesus Christ, God love you. So listen, what we're going to do is end it here. We've got more episodes coming up. I have some, as I've already said, amazing uh, speakers coming on this season on the podcast. And I cannot wait for you to connect with them, hear them, hear all their wisdom. It's going to be amazing. Um, But the one thing that I will leave you with is that we are going to dive into this a little bit more in future episodes. We're going to dive into the spiritual aspect also going to dive into the love aspect of your womb space your periods all the rest of it and what that means so definitely stay tuned let me know what you thought of this let me know any more information that you want that you need that you're like oh my god let me know your take your biggest take home from this like what is it that you want to take home with you from this episode what are you going to implement in your life what are you going to look at differently in future i want to know i'm sending you all of my love and now I'm going to go and show my own room space a little bit of love with some meditation. So have a beautiful, beautiful day and I will speak to you soon. I am so grateful to you for sharing your time with me and listening to this episode of Rise Up with Jen Kavanagh. This podcast is just next level. It's an incredible opportunity for me to be able to connect with you and offer you a little something back. So if you enjoyed it and you loved it, please give a review, share it with your friends, your family members, your mom, whoever you think might listen to it and get something from it. It is for everyone. I thank you so much for your time and I will speak to you in the next podcast soon. 